All right, so everybody welcome. Um, Hi, y'all. As you know, this is Mandisa here with us today. If you're wondering who I am, it doesn't really matter, but my name's Adam Agee, and uh, thank you. Thank you. I get the honor of interviewing Mandisa today, and so uh, I'm going to ask you all the tough questions that everybody's yeah, wanting to know. Hard-hitting questions. Let's um, go. So thank you guys for being here. And uh, Wait, I have questions first. Like, so is everybody, like, how does everybody get it? Y'all are youth leaders, correct? Is that, and is it just any youth leaders in the world can just come in here? Okay. You have to be 18 or else you're considered a youth, right? And these are for the leaders, correct? Okay, got it. Just wanted yeah. to make sure I understand who's here. All right, so uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and get started. I'm, I'm gonna ask a couple of very, very important questions like what's your favorite pizza and stuff like that. But <laughs> other than that, then, then we're gonna open it up to you guys. And so just be thinking of any questions you have from Andisa about uh, the road, about songs, about life, any of that stuff. So uh, yeah, let's go and get started. What's wh first of all, what's what's My going on? My favorite pizza is pepperoni. There you go. That's <laughs> that was the question on everybody's mind. But so what what's going on right now? What have you been up to lately? So right now, I, what I love about festival, so summer is festival season. I typically would do some sort of a tour in the spring and another one in the fall. But summer I love because I'm a Christian music fan. So I love festivals because I get to see so many of my favorite artists. And I'm a fan of Christian music. I consider myself a fan before I'm ever an artist in Christian music. So I'm very much looking forward to hearing Holland, who is actually about to go on stage. And then I'm a huge Toby Mac fan. So this summer is just a lot of festivals and then in the fall I'm doing a tour called Girls Night Live which I'm bringing back because I used to do it years ago and I did a lot of um, events called Women of Faith and I just I'm a girls girl so oh nice um, I, I had to open myself up a little bit to doing some more events that with guys could come to but I am very glad yeah you're welcome um, <laughs> I'm very glad to be able to do Girls Night Live, and that's going to have Jasmine Murray, um, whose song Fearless, I hope that you all know and love, and then Blanca, who used to be in a group called Group One Crew. And then did y'all see the video? Um, her name, She's known as the Chewbacca Mom. She found a Chewbacca mask, and it went viral, so she's going to come out with that. So I'm looking for that in the fall. It's going to be good. That's <laughs> awesome. What, uh, so you, you tour a lot. You're out on the road a lot. Um, what, are, what are some of your favorite things to do when you're not playing music? So I am a homebody, to be completely honest. Touring is interesting. I think it's another reason why the festival season is awesome, because I just do like one or two shows on a weekend, and then I get to be home. Um, and so when I'm not on the road, I'm typically just sitting in my house, which is both good and bad, because I am super duper single. I am a woman of a certain age. I'm not going to say what that age is, but I'm just saying <laughs> I am of the age where people are asking, when are you going to get married? And um, it's I enjoy my alone time. At the same time, I'm coming off of a really bad depression. And I have found that when I go into that deep, dark place, it's because I'm isolating too much. So my answer to that is that I spend a lot of time just hanging at home alone. But God has been showing me I need to not do that too much because I start listening to that lying voice of the enemy and isolating, and that's where I could go dark. So. That's awesome. So you you didn't grow up in church, right? No, I became a Christian when I was 16 years old, and then I started going to church when I was 18 because my mom didn't go to church, and I couldn't go until I had a car. But um, 
I started going to church as a teenager, so that's why I missed this whole season. Like, I was never a part of a youth group. Um, but I now understand how important what you guys do is because, man, youth are fighting some things that I didn't have to fight when I was that age. And again, I'm dating myself. But I was just on the bus. There was another shooting that happened in Annapolis, Maryland today. And I'm just thinking, this wasn't really happening when I was growing up. And the countless school shootings that are happening and just being able Knowing how to fill through those kinds of questions, I'm sure that you get a lot. I'm just so thankful for what you guys do because they're going to get those messages somewhere, and you guys are the voice of truth that is able to lead them into the truth of what is happening in this world. So I didn't – that doesn't really answer that your question. That's but perfect. <laughs> that's, well, it's, it's the same. Like, you, you obviously have a heart for young women, and you do a lot of women's ministries, and, and that trickles down to the, the youth, and you, you try to like, – like everybody here, you want to – latch on to them when they're young and, and really teach them truth when they're young. Tell us tell us just a little bit more about like what what the girls, specifically girls, are facing now nowadays. Ooh, ladies, ladies. I I mean we know we all get hit with the image thing at a very early age. But I, the thing that makes it most awkward when it is the youth is that they have all these images flying towards them saying that they're supposed to look this way and if they don't fit into this segment then they don't belong and that's where I feel like a lot of the depression starts to set in and their self-worth and so I think that that is something I know the boys face that too it just feels like in the world today that we're thrown images constantly saying that we're supposed to look that our body has to look this way and that we're supposed to be this way and so I think my big biggest message for young girls is to not get your identity from what the magazine covers and MTV and what the world says it is supposed to be, but to really get your identity and your worth, your value from what God says, which is a hard thing to do when you've got the magazine covers looking at you every single day. So that's why it's important to teach these girls to get into the word every single day and to worship and to spend time with the Lord, because if they're not doing that, they're going to get those messages thrown at them, whether or not they're looking for it or not. So I think it's really important to teach them how to love the word of God, how to love spending time with God. And it's not just a list of do's and don'ts. It really is about a relationship. So I think if young girls and boys can get that at an early age, then a lot of the other messages are not going to have as much of an impact on their souls. Awesome. Yeah, you can clap for that. That's a good word. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, I've got a thousand questions I want to know, but I want to open it up to you guys. Uh, if anybody has a question for Mandisa, let's uh, let's rock it. Yeah, you know what? Um, I think Toby is the one that people most know of because we've done we've done five songs together, and that's part of my set today. Is I'm gonna hit all five songs, but. Um, <laughs> It's fun. I can't do that all the time because I don't usually have him with me. So this is something that you all are getting that a lot of the other festivals are not. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I also collaborate a lot with Matthew West. A lot of people aren't familiar with that because he is one of the best songwriters, in my opinion. He, I can't tell you how many songs that we have written together. And he just texted me a little bit ago saying he just wrote a song that he wants me to be on. And my current single called Good News we wrote that together. It's all about um, telling people about our testimonies because when you hear somebody's testimony and what God has done in their lives, it gives them faith to believe in, in their own lives. And so we've done a lot of songs together. Um, I have worked a lot with Plum. 
Um, I, I've got a lot of people I've collaborated with. Jeremy Camp and I, we did a song together on my last album. And there's a lot of artists that I still want to work with. I think number one on my list is Natalie Grant. She's my queen. I love her. So hopefully that will be coming up in the future. Go for it. So I was on a show called American Idol, and <laughs> so to be honest, um, American Idol was in its heyday back in my day. Gosh, how many times am I going to say how old I am here? <laughs> so it was, I was on season five, which is a season, Taylor Hicks won my season. We also had Chris Daughtry and Kelly Pickler and Catherine McPhee and lots of artists that are still doing things today. So honestly, I was, that helped a lot. Um, I think being on a show like that doesn't necessarily help as much today. They just brought back American Idol last season. Of course, we've got The Voice and so many shows. But I think at least when I was on it, that really helped out a lot. But I was singing background before that. I actually sang um, background for a lot of artists, Don Moen and Twyla Paris. I sang background for Chris Tomlin on that tour one time. So um, I was very happy and content doing that and would have stayed there my whole life. But God had other plans, and he kind of thrust me into the front. So American Idol really helped with all that. Well, I think things have changed. She asked if they if they discouraged us on American Idol singing inspirational songs. Um, season five, it was very difficult. I sang Shackles, which is a song by Mary Mary, and whoo, the warfare that I got that week, it was hard. I had the executive producers, he yelled and screamed at me. I was wearing this jersey that said Galatians um, 5 and 5-1, and he wouldn't let me wear it. He said that it gave me an unfair advantage to Christians, and it was really, really bad. I broke out in hives that week. Like, it was just a hard week. But since then, I've seen a lot of changes. They actually, they sang Shout to the Lord the next season, and, like, they did that as a group number. So I feel like the more people that paved a way to sing these songs, it opened up the door more. Um, to be honest, the question, though, about what they go into afterwards, I don't personally believe that everybody who is a Christian is supposed to do Christian music. I know that that's what I was called to do, but I love it when God sends Christians out into the mainstream music world because that's tapping into a population that would never come to Creation Festival. They would never come to a church. I think the they have to be careful. They have to be firm in who they are because when you get out into the world, it's really easy to slip into that really dangerous place. So I think God entrusts a certain type of person to do that, but the people who do do that need our prayers more than anybody else because when you are boldly letting your light shine in front of a world, you cannot imagine how much the enemy comes against them. So I think as long as people follow where God wants them to go, that that's the safest place to be. And I love doing Christian music. It's where I know that God was calling me to do. So good question. So good. What's your name? Amanda? Okay. Um, I would say 
there is nothing more impactful than somebody who will be vulnerable and transparent about the things that they struggle with. And so what I would say is if you are battling with anxiety, to let the people that you're standing in front of know that you battle with anxiety. If you look in the Bible, Moses, you know, he stuttered. God never calls people who've got it all together. He equips those when he calls them, but he doesn't call those who have it all together because then they would think that the glory all belongs to them. So I think it is not a coincidence that you battle with that. I think be honest about it, but before you do that, be honest with the Lord. Like just say, I don't know if I can do that. And I personally believe in talking out loud to God because sometimes it can kind of just be a thought process. But when you say to God, I'm terrified to do this. I don't know if I can handle this. And then you give him a little bit of time to speak back to you. He'll equip you to do it. And he will use the very thing that you think is distracting people from your call. He will use that very thing as your public ministry to let others know that if I can do it, then you can do it as well. Yeah. You're kidding. <laughs> I love it. She's precious. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. Um, I have a lot of advice. I would say the biggest thing that I would maybe encourage them to do is to listen to to listen to, saturate yourself with the kind of music and the kind of people that you want to be like. Um, there are a lot of fantastic, talented artists out there who do not necessarily represent the kind of person that you would want your little girls to grow up to be like. And so as good as that can sound to the ears, I guess I would encourage them to guard what you listen to, guard what you watch. You think it's kind of innocent and it's not a big deal, but honestly, what you let into your spirit really does have an impact on your soul. So I would say to guard that, to also be careful who you are hanging out with. I, I've got some of the godliest people in my life. And when I was in that dark place of depression, I don't know that I would be here today if it weren't for those people that literally were the hands and feet of Jesus lifting me out. So be careful who you surround yourself with is the other thing I would say. Awesome. All right. Well, we're running out of time, but uh, real quick before you go, um, we are, we're partners with you guys as artists, as youth workers. I mean, we're, we're in this thing together to, to try to take care of these kids and, and we wouldn't be able to do it without you guys getting the music to them, and we hope to provide music that you guys can use as a tool for them. How can these youth workers pray for you as an artist? How can they, how can they lift you up and support you? Oh, thank you. That's a nice thing to ask. Um, actually, hmm. The thing that I want to ask you to pray for me is actually the subject that I would really love to encourage you to address with your young people, and that is this issue of depression and suicide. Um, it, it's become an epidemic, it feels like to me, and because I have been there very recently, um, when I was at the top of my career, I really started going to that dark place after Overcomer, which is arguably my biggest song, and the song that I just met somebody outside who has a tattoo of Overcomer on her chest. And so, so interesting to me that after Overcomer is when I went into that 
dark place. I can't, I can't even describe how bad it was, but I will say it got to the point where I had a handful of pills and I was just considering just ending it all. Y'all, it is something that happens to Christians and non-Christians alike. It doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter what they believe. Like it, And I actually believe the enemy comes harder after us, after people of God, even more so than anybody else. So I guess my prayer is that uh, my prayer request is it's so easy for me to go back there. And I'm so aware of how prone I am to wander. And I know the platform that I have, and I never want to give the enemy that kind of a foothold in my life again. So that is my prayer request. And that is also something that I'm going to be praying for you because I really believe that it is something, it is a stronghold that the enemy has on our community right now, in our world. And so as much as you can talk about it, as much as you can let them know that if you battle with this, that you're not alone and you need to talk to somebody. It is so important to have community. And so so I just believe that you guys are empowered and called to help to break what the enemy is trying to use for harm and to use it for good. Awesome. Well, give it up for Mandisa, everybody. God bless you. Thank you guys so much. We love you. Thank you. Oh, wait, one more thing. Oh. Go and see Holland because she's another young girl that you can really have your uh, young girls look up to. So she's great. <laughs>